Hi! Our topic for today's episode is Things you discover from your partner, good or bad, and how to learn to be forgiving and accepting to preserve your relationship. This is episode 37. How long have you been together with your partner? Is it long enough to really get to know them deeply? Or there are still many or few things that you discover about them that leave you in a state of shock? Well, I honestly still do. Despite being together after so many years, I am sure that my husband would agree to making new discoveries about me from time to time too. We all do change after quite some time, and there are a lot of factors that may affect those changes. But how do we take all this? Is it in a positive or negative way? Time is never an assurance, believe me. There may be reasons why people change in their lifetime. And sometimes, their circumstances play a part in it too. But no matter what this change may be, we should be ready to accept it and make some adjustments. We all should be willing to accept and embrace it and not make it a reason for separation. Well, for some couples, they would easily call it quits if they happen to find out annoying things about their partners. It would easily turn them off and call for a divorce or an annulment. Remember that you married a different person from you. You have been brought up in two separate families and environment. You do not expect that person to be completely similar to you. You may have the same likes and interests, but you may differ in attitudes and beliefs. That is why there should always be a willingness to make some adjustments. Be willing to understand and accept. It is always good to practice being one, for there is no assurance that couples will always be perfect. In fact, no one is. In Matthew 19, verse 6, So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. If you are the type who believes in happily ever after, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In reality, it is hard to maintain, but I believe there are successful ones because the Lord Jesus is at the center of that relationship. And Jesus will make it victorious. That is why it is important to make him a part of that union. Because with you two alone, that can be difficult. But with the three of you, that can be possible. He will bind you and will always guide you. Two people with two different upbringings will really be challenging to maintain. There will always be different opinions or stand in some matters. And when the other would insist on being right without hearing the side of the other, then comes conflict and feud. They say that in order to avoid conflicts of any kind, the other partner should be humble enough to accept defeat, and better not insist on what matters to yourself, but should take into mind giving in to the other as to avoid war in between. But what if you think that your claim is right and your partner is not? Should you just allow the other to win, even if it means affecting your decisions in that matter? 
as you see, when you are a couple, you both should expect differences of opinion. But that doesn't mean that if you do, you should already end up fighting and declare war. Ephesians 4 verse 2 and 3 Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. As married couples, there should always be respect for having different views and opinions. It doesn't mean you have to fight in order to win, but you can talk and discuss these matters while keeping in mind a common goal which is to resolve the differences while maintaining peace. And when I say talk, I mean no shouting or using of demeaning words or condescending statements. It means talking in a very well-mannered way with so much love and respect for your partner. If things happen to be very serious and you think you cannot control your anger, then better yet avoid confrontation first. You can be alone and pray hard. And the next step is to pray even harder. That is the key to not provoking anger toward each other. By praying, we ask the Holy Spirit to give us control while dealing with the issue. It is with the help of the Holy Spirit that we will be able to release all the fruits He made available to us, and that is love, joy, kindness, gentleness, peace, generosity, patience, faithfulness, and self-control. You should also keep an open mind and be willing to hear their side of the story. It is important that you get to hear every side and don't easily jump to conclusions yet, not until you have heard everything and have thought about it, processed and assessed it. Whatever the talk was, and if you reach its peak, it is important not to make any drastic decisions yet, but to pray to God about it. And ask for His help in dealing with the issues at hand. God will help you resolve your problems. He will see to it that you come up with a solution. But that can only be made possible if God is in your marriage, if you have given Him the call, if He is in fact in charge. Proverbs 3, verse 3 and 4 Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck and write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win a favor and a good name in the sight of God and men. When you end up declaring that love for your partner, were you even sure of who that person really is? Do you know his side of the story? I mean, his background. That is why we should really give it more time to get to know each other before we finally take the plunge. It is wise to give it more time and to pray for it together because otherwise you will end up being shocked by what you are about to discover in the future and may easily end that relationship. But I think that no matter how long you've been together, that is not always an assurance that you know every detail about each other. Why? Because it all depends on your honesty. If you've been really honest from the very beginning with your partner, the first time you both set your eyes on each other, 
It is important that you know what kind of family he came from and what kind of upbringing they received. Because those can be very different from the ones you have, your decisions will again be influenced by the kind of beliefs and values you both have. And again, you should be willing to accept what that is and more of it as it unravels in the future ahead of you. Not only do you discover many things about them, but you should step a little further and make more study about what they are like, especially with dealing with certain issues, what they like and dislike, what they are fond of or what they hate the most, what they love and what they hate doing. By doing these studies, you would have a better chance of knowing the person on at least a more positive note. Ephesians 4 verse 32 Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ forgave you. There should always be a balance in accepting what is good and bad about a person, so get yourself ready for both. Sometimes we undeniably welcome only the good ones. We do not want to hear about the negative ones. That can be the reason we get a lot of surprises in the future. We only want to hear what we want to hear, but in this case, we should really dig in deeper, even in the not-so-good ones, I suggest, like knowing what causes his temper to blow out of proportion, what easily makes him angry, and what does not. I mean, you can openly talk about it while having fun in your getting-to-know-you stage by telling them about yourself as honestly as possible too. That will help you make a good start. By asking them what topic they are most sensitive about or what can you casually share with others about them. You see, that can be very helpful in avoiding causing hurt or pain in the future as this will strengthen not only your relationship as a couple but also your friendship. Our partners can be your best friend too. No more secrets, no more surprises, just loved and respect. And if you've already developed a special kind of bond and respect, you can now freely discuss your hopes and desires for the life ahead of you, sharing each other's dreams and finding inspiration from each other. And you can also tell them about your losses, failures, and even frustrations wanting to develop a special bond that will help encourage one another or leave each other's spirits when times are really tough. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 11 Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Even by trying hard to get to know your partner, you'll still discover a few things about them in the future, even though you've already done your homework ahead. And if they happen to do annoying things still, just learn how to accept, embrace, and forgive them. That is why love is a choice, not a feeling. We made that decision not based on emotions. It can be a lot of work, but prayer plays a big role in choosing the right person because you have involved God in making those choices for you. 
You may not really know everything and all about them, but God knows them. And with God's guidance, surely you will never go wrong, but instead will be confident in choosing the right partner in life. He may not be perfect, but he is a God-fearing person who will create good memories for you both. With the kind of world we live in, it seems hopeless to find the right one. But with the Lord being with you, you will be blessed with the right partner in life, someone who will help you become a good person and will also encourage you to be closer to God, and someone who will laugh with you in your embarrassing moments, someone who will help you reach spiritual maturity and growth, and will accept your own flaws and shortcomings. They will not focus on your imperfections, but instead help you overcome them. Whatever you may discover, be ready for it. Pray about it, that the Lord will help you to be forgiving and understanding. 1 Peter 4 verse 8 Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we praise and thank you for giving this message. Thank you for helping us learn to be more accepting and understanding, and most importantly, to be forgiving to our partners. May we also be humble enough to acknowledge our own mistakes and even our imperfections. May we include you in our marriage and make you be your partner too, that we may be guided in every decision that we make, to make our marriage work and be a success. May it be our choice to always love and respect and forgive our partners so as to maintain peace and harmony in our relationship. May we take away pride and always stay humble and understanding. We live to you this marriage. Please take charge of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Make your marriage work with the help of our Lord Jesus, being at the center of your relationship. See you in my next podcast. Stay safe, everyone. Bye!